0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 5 episode 25 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials found in the book of Matthew chapter 3, Mark chapter 1 and Luke chapter 3 in the week of January the 23rd to January the 29th and today uh, we're going to continue looking at uh, the baptism of the saviour, talking about how Jesus Christ was baptised to fulfil all righteousness. Now we had just looked at Matthew Matthew chapter 3 accounts and this is the the account that has the most detail in it, I'll be honest uh, talking about the interaction between Jesus and John uh, before Jesus was baptised, that was only found in the uh, the book of Matthew Um, and so we have quite a bit of detail and understanding behind that interestingly, the word for baptize um, is taken from the Greek baptizo uh, which means to make whelmed, that is fully wet and it's only used in the New Testament specifically in the audience of in the ordinance of Christian baptism. so the the root word of the the Greek suggests making someone fully wet or immersed we might use. Uh, and so clearly this is pointing towards the method and the way in which um, Christ was baptised. The fact that this is being done in a river that would enable someone to be fully immersed as well uh, points towards this immersion method that, that that John was using. And so therefore that the Saviour uh, would have undergone as well, showing us to us uh, the way in which um people should be baptized it's interesting because when i was uh, looking for images of john the baptist and the savior um you know in this way being baptized it's interesting because if you look if you just put a general search in there there is actually a number of different ways in which um it is depicted obviously you've got the traditional way that we have um with the different paintings and clips from videos that we have but then you have other images where it seems that the savior is just having water put upon his head which of course is the uh kind of some other christian denominations um method of baptizing and so it is uh, still something which i think is debated but um and i think a lot of that comes from Depictions in art, which I guess points towards the importance of and the value we place in art in 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 faith in different churches, uh, because that then gives us an image in our mind, which can be hard to to remove if we don't um, kind of look at the source material. But as I say, uh, the Greek ver- the Greek suggests a full immersion. Uh, the The fact that it was in the River Jordan suggests a full immersion. Um, and that's just an interesting thought that I had as I was, as I was studying about baptism and why why is immersion something that we that we use uh, rather than any any other particular method particular method of baptism um, but yeah those for me seem to uh underline that uh method so talking about baptism and um linking that um, with other um sections mark. Uh, Is very straightforward and simple. You could read it within 30 seconds and have the experience done. All that's really included in Mark's um, account is how Jesus came from Nazareth to to be baptized. And when he came out, the spirits descended upon him and they heard a voice. So we'll talk more about Mark's account when we go and focus on the Godhead um, Godhead part of this account. And then uh, in Luke chapter 3, Uh, In terms of Christ's baptism. It's even shorter. In verse 21. Now when all the people were baptized. It came to pass that Jesus also being baptized. And praying the heaven was opened. And then it talks about the Holy Ghost. And the voice from heaven. Speaking about the beloved son. So yeah, it doesn't even really have a separate verse. To describe the fact that Jesus was coming to be baptized. It kind of includes him. With all the other people as well. So it is interesting to kind of see this significant moment um and how little it spoke about it in those two gospels in those two gospels but nevertheless it, it is um something i want to spend a few more minutes thinking about and what i like is how the um the come follow me uh, materials um kind of underline this further by the way i want to make a bit of a correction as well when i spoke about christ speaking about um how how he needed to be to be baptized even though he had not committed sin. Um and I mentioned in 2nd Nephi 30 it, it then gave more detail Although well, it was actually second Nephi 31. I wasn't sure at the time but I didn't I didn't check whilst I was whilst I was recording. Uh but yeah it was 2 Nephi 31. In fact it says as we probably know in second Nephi 31 uh verse five and seven but now, if the Lamb of God, He being holy, should have, should have need to be baptized by water to fulfil all righteousness, oh, then how much more need have we, being unholy, to be baptized, yea, even by water? Know ye not that He was holy? But notwithstanding, He being holy, He showeth unto the children of men that according according to the flesh, He humbleth Himself before the Father and witnesseth unto the Father that He would be obedient unto Him in keeping His commandments. So. The importance of baptism is underlined by the Saviour's completing of this because he hum- it showed he humbled himself before the Father and he needed to enter a covenant to open the gate for himself to the celestial kingdom and set that perfect example for all of us to follow. Um, so, yeah, that's the, the why. But in terms of the how, who baptised Jesus and what authority did he hold? We know that Jesus travelled specifically to the River Jordan Uh, We mentioned about the descending below all things, but also he travelled there because that was where John was who held the authority. I guess the question could be asked, where did John receive that authority? Well, there's a couple of lines of thought on this. Um, In terms of uh, the authority, we know that his father was in a kind of a priestly line uh, that he worked in the temple, so he may well have received authority um, from that. In terms of um, John as well, uh, we know that John was prophesied to come to the earth and be born of his parents, um, Elizabeth and Zacharias, um, by an angel. And there was some significant things that took place uh, when, the, um, when the child was born, when John was born. Uh, we know that um, Zacharias had not been able to speak. We also know that John was filled with the Holy Ghost when he entered the womb, and um, we know, you know, that there could be possible ways that he could receive that authority uh, from from heaven. Um, whether that be, you know, as he was born, or whether that be later on um, to fulfil his mission, uh, we're not one hundred percent sure. But what we do know, um, the next thing to consider, uh, other than where the authority came from. Uh, is of course the method in which Christ is baptized, which we've discussed already. So I don't. So we don't need to discuss that much more. Um, the where Jesus was baptized, uh, and you know the 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 links between where we are baptized. Of course, um, the actual location. We generally don't, um, if we have a meeting house that has a baptismal font, go into a river, uh, but we are buried under a body of water, and that body of water is generally below the ground. Uh, obviously, baptismal fonts uh, that are in chapels are usually dug out uh, into a hole in the ground, um, and the same is the case with baptismal fonts. Um, in the temple, they are obviously not dug into the ground themselves. They are in generally on the back of oxen. But that kind of baptismal font is under the ground in the temple um, signifying kind of that burial um, and becoming born into that new life Um, we've talked about why Christ was baptised and then we'll talk about Heavenly Father being pleased with the Saviour and how Heavenly Father is pleased with us uh, when we talk about the members of the Godhead over the next couple of days um, and that kind of um, Godhead view that we have as a church so thank you so much uh, for listening and studying with us today Uh, Please join us tomorrow as we continue this uh, section of scripture in the New Testament about Christ's baptism. Uh, Please share your thoughts on the Facebook group. And until we meet again.